It's the International Soccer Preview. This is Series 15 of our MediaCast. It's the short version of Series 14 on Euro 2024 qualifying. We're looking at Group A. Spain, Scotland, Norway, Georgia and Cyprus. Here we go. It's the International Soccer Review Series 15. This series is a shortened version of Series 14 and primarily part three of that series, which is a presentation of the strength of each team and a discussion of their prospects. Yeah, in Series 14, we gave an overview of each country, its population and location in part one, and in part two, provided a history of each team. That series featured a deep dive into each team's Euro Cup history. Part two finished with an overview of the current state of their squad. Additionally, at the end of each media cast in series 14, we have attached an overview of our past, current and future series. So if you want uh, more detail after listening to this one, we recommend uh, going back to series 14. And in this one, series 15, we reduce all the information given in parts one and two to a summary of the team and an overview of the recent form. Then we go straight into part three of series 14, where we outline the strengths of each team in terms of the pots they came from in the draw, their FIFA and ELO rankings, their head-to-head record with each other, and the odds given them by oddsmakers. And we then have a discussion of each team's prospects and where we think they will finish in the table. And finally, we look at the first two sets of games in March, which have already been played. Okay, let's look at each team in Group A with a summary of their history and then a look at their recent form. Yes, and we'll begin with uh, Spain. So, um, Spain was not a powerhouse in the early years. Uh, They enjoyed the odd success, like fourth place in the 1950 World Cup, a Euro Cup title in 1964, and a second place finish in the 1984 Euro Cup. But they also uh, failed to qualify for more than one cup in a row in the 1950s in World Cup play and in the 1970s in both World and Euro Cups. Uh, When these cups expanded in the 1990s, they became regular qualifiers and usually passed the group stage. From 2008 to 2012, they enjoyed a dynasty era, winning two Euro Cups, sandwiching a World Cup win in 2010. And that ended actually with a rare group stage knockout in the 2014 World Cup, uh, following a consistent pattern of a poor result after a success. Uh, They have since returned to regularly passing the group stage. In qualifying, they're imperious at home, never losing there in a World Cup campaign and losing only two games in World, uh, or sorry, in Euro Cup qualifying, uh, their last loss in 2004. How about um, their recent performance? Sorry, Kiara. Yeah, yeah. In terms, of their, in terms of their recent performance, um, since that group stage exit from the 2014 World Cup, they have passed the group stage in every competition, finishing in the round of 16 in the 2016 Euro Cup and in the 2018 and 2022 World Cups. Euro 2020 saw them reach the semifinals. Um, in qualifying, they remain imperious, finishing first in the group, suffering only one draw at home and dropping only a few points on the road over all of these campaigns. 2022 to 2023 Nations League uh, play saw them drop points to all three teams, including a loss at home to Switzerland, 
but nevertheless winning the group, um, which takes them to the final in June 2023, having finished second in those finals in 2021. Um, in terms of style, they remain the tiki-taka style of keeping possession and passing around in the opponent's midfield, a style which some find infuriating, <laughs> but which carried them through the successful period around 2010. All right, let's move on to the second team in the group, Scotland. And uh, I'll cover the kind of uh, summary of their history, and then Kiera will do the uh, the uh, recent performance. So, um, Scotland is, uh, along with England, the oldest national soccer team. But like all British teams, they didn't participate in early competitions, preferring local tournaments. Uh, once they joined uh, FIFA, they qualified for nine of the 13 World Cups all the way to 2000, uh, but only two of the eight Euro Cups. After 2000, they qualified for neither until reaching the 2020 Euro Cup. In none of their 11 successful qualifications did they pass the group stage. Um, they were plagued with bad luck, often coming tantalizingly close to reaching the next level in both qualification or in group stages. At the game level, uh, Scotland can contend with the best, but also drop points to the weakest, sometimes even in the same campaign. So their inconsistency is a defining feature. Um, in terms of their recent performance, um, third place in the 2018 World Cup qualification and 2020 Euro Cup qualifying represents their average finish. Um, this is not what earned them entry into the 2020 Euro, uh, Euro Cup, but a first place finish in Nations League C and then a good performance in the playoffs. They carried that form into the 2022 World Cup qualifying, um, where they won the last six of their games to finish second and reach a playoff structure where they lost to Ukraine. That, combined with winning their League B group in the 2022-2023 UEFA Nations League, um, shows a very good recent form, though it's untested against the top teams. All right, that is Scotland, and we'll move on to our third team, and Norway. And uh, Norway had their first World Cup appearance in 1938, and that established their long history, but it's a very isolated result. They didn't compete again until 1954, and they returned a very weak team. From 1980, they became a bit more competitive in their campaigns, and from 1992 began challenging for entry into competitions. Uh, this was their peak, and they successfully qualified for two World Cups and one Euro Cup. However, 2000 was the last, uh, but they remained competitive, usually finishing in the top half of the table. They suffered many heartbreaks of coming close, reaching a final playoff three times, but never succeeding. Um, in terms of recent performance, you mentioned heartbreak, and they remain heartbreakingly close in Euro qualifying, um, reaching a playoff round in the last two competitions. Uh, but despite the expansion of the cup, which should see them qualifying, they have not. Uh, it seems a matter of time though. The World Cup seems further away, but nevertheless features respectable records. In 2018, they lost only one game at home, but losing all on the road landed them in fourth place. And in 2022, they lost only two games, but finished third. Their 2022-2023 UEFA Nations League performance saw them finishing second in their League B group behind Serbia. All right. 
way to Georgia. And um, Georgia emerged from the Soviet Union and played their first campaign in the 1996 Euro Cup. That proved their strongest campaign, finishing in third place with 15 points. Subsequent World Cup campaigns established a pattern of earning 10 points and finishing second last, which, with minor variation, they have maintained, actually with uncanny accuracy. Those results are unremarkable, but they are spiced with Georgia's reputation as a spoiler team. While inconsistent results against equal or weaker teams keeps them in the bottom half of the table, they reliably take points off stronger teams at home. In 2020, uh, they were afforded a glorious backdoor into the Euro tournament, but they fell just short. Recent performances have not only created that opportunity again, but suggest a stronger period to come. Um, in terms of recent performance for Georgia, um, their default performance of second last place finishes with 10 points um, has been in slow decline. Their last four campaigns, it has been less than 10 points. Um, notably in 2022 World Cup qualifying, they earned only a draw until the last two games. But that seems to be a turning point. Um, they won the last two games in Kosovo and then at home to Sweden. They followed that up with a commanding performance in their 2022-2023 UEFA Nations League C, where they finished far ahead of Bulgaria and North Macedonia, suffering only a single draw to earn promotion to League B. In addition to that prospect of being stronger in the 2024 Euro qualifying, um, there is their reputation for spoiler results, especially at home. So these two combined might make them a challenger for better than second last place. All right. And finally, uh, we have Cyprus. And a summary of their history. Actually, they have a long history entering the World Cup in 1962 and the Euro Cup in 1968. Uh, they were a feeble team in the early years, suffering some thrashings and going through several campaigns, losing all games, especially in World Cup play. But even then, they earned the odd spoiler result at home and became an increasing threat to bigger teams that took them too lightly. From 1996, more small teams joined the fray and their standard finish was in second last place. But they improved beyond that, becoming stingy in defence and sometimes challenging at the middle of the table, especially in World Cup play. They've never finished in the top half of the table, although they did deserve to in Euro 2008 qualification. There, they bested Ireland, exchanged wins with Wales and even tied Germany at home. But they finished bottom of a, of a tight pile in the middle of the table. Um, in terms of their recent performance, um, recent campaigns are not quite um, challenges at the middle of the table, but firm second last place finishes, perhaps challenging for fourth in the six team groupings. Um, 2016 and 2018 saw them one point behind fourth place and in 2020 they were tied for fourth and took the spot. Um, in 2022 though, they were shamefully bested by Malta uh, but a couple of spoiler results saw them finish fifth, though fully nine points behind fourth place. They were reasonably competitive in their 2022-2023 League C group, handling Greece um, as their only loss and tying Northern Ireland twice, but they unfortunately finished last and suffered relegation to League D. 
All right. Well, that is the overview of the teams, and now we are going to uh, move on to the part C of the uh, of the full length uh, podcast, where Connor and I look at the strengths of the teams and discuss their prospects. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, part three, and we're going to begin part three with a uh, an overview of their rankings. So, uh, can you take us through that? Sure. So, um, the teams. Um, were were ranked uh, for this uh, qualifying in terms of their nation's league results. So they're actually their their UEFA ranking doesn't necessarily match their world rankings. Um, so I just want to clarify that. Yeah. Um, but Spain were um, they're the pot one team. They were third in Europe at the time of the draw. Um, they were tenth um, according to the FIFA rankings and sixth according to ELO. Um, that's a little bit of a drop from where they had been. Um, again, a couple round of 16 finishes, um, but they're consistently a top 10 team. Yeah, and they're particularly uh, strong in qualifying. So uh, uh, I think clearly first here. Yeah. Um, the pot two team is Scotland. They were 20th in Europe at the time of the draw. Uh, 42nd um, in FIFA and 32nd in ELO, so a little bit higher. Um, that's more or less where they've been recently. Um, kind of getting as high as 32nd in the FIFA rankings in December 2017, um, but then dropping to kind of 50th and kind of being in the in the 40s uh, for most of the time in both systems. Yeah, yeah, a bit up and down, but uh, maybe coming into better form as we saw. How about Norway? Um, Norway are, were 24th in Europe, um, so just behind Scotland uh, in the UEFA rankings, but actually... Um, slightly ahead of them in the FIFA rankings at 36th and actually tied with them in ELO at 32nd. So that's kind of intriguing. Um, Norway kind of climbing a little bit uh, from the lows of, of 87 and 69 uh, five years ago uh, or six years ago in uh, June 2017. Right. Yeah, that promises to be a good uh, battle between them and uh, Scotland. Uh, let's see if uh, Georgia looks as if they can join that battle yeah so georgia were 33rd uh in europe um they're 78th in fifa but their elo ranking is more generous and has them at 51st and actually they're they've kind of consistently been higher in elo compared to fifa um we generally find the elo ranking is a little bit more long-term and reliable so um interesting to see the discrepancy there and, and i guess we'll maybe see in this campaign which of those is more representative of their true strength yeah, uh, but even those rankings uh, themselves don't suggest that they would really be challenging Scotland and Norway, but uh, who knows? We'll talk about that soon. How about Cyprus? Yeah, so Cyprus were 45th in Europe at the time of the draw, and they're actually below 100 uh, in both ranking systems, 110th and 117th, so some way back of the other teams. Um, yeah. They occasionally reach above 100, um, in FIFA, but around that hundredth mark or, or lower is kind of where they've sat for um, for much of the last ten years. Yeah, not only that, but I mean, Scotland, Norway, and Georgia seem to be improving in form, and Cyprus seem to be going the other way. So um, that doesn't look great for them. Uh, I'll take us through uh, a, an overview of their head-to-head records uh, just quickly here. So uh, we begin, uh, we were always going to start with the team that has the better record. So Spain has a better record than all of them. 
Uh, against Scotland, it's five wins, one draw, and uh, two losses. Um, they last played in 2012, so not very relevant. Spain uh, also has a better record over Norway, a three wins, one loss, and one tie. Uh, they played in 2020 most recently, and that was where uh, um, Norway uh, earned a tie. Uh, actually, they earned a tie Oh, well, they was in Norway. Uh, Spain and Georgia is pretty clear. Four wins, uh, zero draws and zero ties. So clear record over them. Uh, and over Cyprus, um, we saw that uh, Cyprus actually did take a win from them in the 2000 Euro Cup. Uh, I think that was the last time they played, actually. And uh, it's seven wins and um, one loss. Uh, Spain dominating that head-to-head. Uh, we move on to Scotland, who have a winning record over Norway. That's four wins, three draws, and two losses. However, uh, Norway has gotten the better uh, of them um, in their more recent meeting. So they met uh, actually in the 1998 World Cup group stage, where they tied 1-1. And in 2010, sorry, 2010 uh, World Cup qualifying, um, Norway came out the winner, besting Scotland there actually beating them 4 nothing in, in one of the legs. Uh, Scotland and Georgia, interestingly, have an, uh, an even record of two wins and two losses each. Uh, Georgia winning at home in both of their legs. So we saw that they can be a bit of a spoiler team. And uh, finally, Scotland have a winning record over uh, Cyprus. And they last met in 2020 Euro Cup qualifying where Scotland won twice. So it's uh, six wins for Scotland no draws and no ties. Uh, moving on to Norway. Uh, Norway have losing records with Spain and Scotland, as we saw, but a winning record over Georgia, although they've only met once, and that was in 2000, where Norway won both games. And uh, against Cyprus, they've met um, eight times, and Norway has won every time. Their most recent beating was in 2014. And finally, we have uh, Cyprus and Georgia, and uh, they met in the 2020, sorry, the 2010 World Cup qualifying campaign. That was their only meeting. And uh, they tied uh, in Georgia and Cyprus won the home leg. So actually Cyprus has a winning record over, over Georgia there. Whew, I'm done, Connor. Are you, are you ready to take us through the odds? Yeah, we'll look at the odds to win the groups. But before we do that, I just want to look at um, how each, where each team comes from in their pot. So Spain are third ranked among um, the pot one teams, um, partly because they uh, they won their last UEFA Nations League A group. Um, Scotland come uh, are second bottom in pot two. They'll meet Norway, who are third top in pot three so they're from different pots but they're actually pretty close together georgia is the top ranked team in pot four and then cyprus is the third ranked team in pot five which also includes gibraltar moldova latvia and malta so maybe not a strong team but perhaps relatively strong and i think it leads to actually a, a relatively strong group overall um, with the exception of scotland every team really coming from the top of their pot yeah, and, and uh, Scotland, you know, their form is improving, so so that maybe makes them a bit more competitive too. Yeah, so we will look at the odds now. So Spain um, are the heavy favourites. 
um, given an 82% chance of winning the group. Uh, Scotland are favoured over Norway at 15.4% compared to 9.3%. And then Georgia are given a 1.2% chance to win the group and Cyprus just half a percent. All right. Well, maybe that's a good place to uh, begin our discussion. And first of all, do you agree with uh, with those odds, or do you think some of them are too high or too low? I, I think I agree with them. Actually, um, I, I see Spain as as heavy favorites to win the group, with kind of an outside chance that they are, um, you know, somebody else could could win it. But um, I think Scotland and Norway are close. Um, maybe not to win the group, but I think Georgia will be competitive with Scotland and Norway, um, certainly at the game level. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm seeing it. I, I, I do actually see uh, Scotland and Norway as uh, a little bit closer. Uh, but I see Georgia, again, It's this is odds to win the group, so I don't think Georgia really have a chance of winning the group. But I think they are a little bit closer to uh to those uh, middle, uh, to the middle, than than those odds really make out. Mm-hmm. You think there's any chance of uh, Spain losing the group, or or not finishing first? I should say. Um, I think there's a chance. Um, however, their their history would kind of seem to suggest otherwise, given they are so strong in qualification. Um, I I think um, they're a stronger team than Scotland for sure, and Norway. But Norway, um, you know, we're perhaps a little bit unpredictable. We're kind of waiting to see what this new generation is going to look like. So um, perhaps a, a, a surprisingly strong Norway, um, you know, could throw a surprise. Um, so maybe in that way, you know, I'd maybe prefer them over Scotland to win the group, given that their form may actually is a bit more of a question mark. Yeah, that's right. I think, uh, you know, the promise in in Scotland and Georgia is, uh, you know, kind of proven in the results. They both won their, uh, they both won their uh, Nations League groups and and are looking in good form. Norway should be in good form, but their promise kind of lies more in the in the squad, but they haven't really uh, shown it yet. And I don't know the results of the March game, but I do know that Haaland uh, didn't play. Uh, so, you know, uh, maybe not putting their best foot forward uh, right away. How do I, you, do, yeah. I was going to ask how you see Spain do, doing. Do you see them being so strong as, as you know, possibly winning all games? Yeah, uh, their qualification history is so strong. I mean, any doubts about Spain are kind of in the latter stages of the cup. But, uh, you know, they've only ever lost one game at home. And that was to Greece in 2004. Like, they're absolutely imperious at home. So, uh, And also, I do think that the middle teams will take points off each other, which will, you know, even if Spain drop a couple of points, I think they'll they'll finish uh, uh, well clear of, of second place. So, yeah. um, no doubt there. But it is an exciting group for me uh, in the middle three. Um, and I think Georgia could could be part of that middle three, even though the uh, the odds and the rankings don't really suggest it. We know that they're they're a lot of trouble at home. Uh, they'll they'll definitely take some points at home, and uh, they may be in the thick of it with a good campaign. Yeah, I think key to Georgia would be beating Cyprus twice, because they they sometimes will drop points, especially on the road where they're not as strong. 
um, you know, that could really upend a challenge for them. Or if they beat Cyprus twice and are good at home, then, then you know, then they, they can be in the mix for sure. That's right. And, you know, Cyprus, uh, despite being the weakest team by far here, are capable of taking points. So if Georgia does beat them, say, and then Cyprus takes points off at Scotland or Norway, uh, you know, it could, it could make for a pretty exciting group. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see any hope beyond the spoiler results for Cyprus? No, I really don't. And I think we mentioned that, you know, teams, you know, are come from kind of near the top of their pots. I, I think this is a very difficult group for Cyprus. They're not in with kind of one of those feeble teams, you know, and Andorra yeah. or Gibraltar. And those are really the only teams they've been beating recently. So without those prospects of perhaps an easy six points, um, I, I really do see them struggling quite a bit in this group. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's kind of unfortunate that uh, unlike the other three, their form is kind of waning because yeah. uh, if they if they were guaranteed to take a few spoiler results at home, uh, I think they could play an interesting role in this group. Yeah. All right, Connor. Well, I think uh, I think you've dodged enough here, and uh, I am waiting to hear your prediction for this group. Uh, my prediction is Spain to win it and Cyprus to finish last, and I'm going to go Norway second ahead of the perpetually unlucky Scots. Um, and then I think Georgia will be fourth, but I I do expect them to have a say in this group. All right. Well, uh, I we didn't talk about luck in the discussion, but we certainly should have. Uh, both they and Norway are kind of unlucky in that they, you know, they often finish tied with a, a team that advances uh, to the next round, but they often come out on the lower end of it. And I agree that Scottish luck uh, uh, is a reason why Nor- Norway should be ahead of them. But I'm going to reverse those two because uh, I don't feel like Norway have really proven it um, in the game. So I'm going to say Spain, Scotland, Norway, Georgia and Cyprus actually just like the pot order. Although I think that middle three battle could be pretty exciting. All right. All right. Well, we move on to the last section uh, of the thing. And as I just said, I don't know the results. I've been kind of saving myself. Uh, in order to do this podcast. So um, I'm excited to uh, kind of predict and then see how my predictions turned out. What do we got? So the first game um, is Scotland at home to Cyprus. What are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, again, I think uh, there have been times where Cyprus could uh, pull a surprise, especially when Scotland is at a weak point. But I think Scotland's uh, in a good place and Cyprus are on the wane, so I'd have to say 2-0 uh, for Scotland there. Yeah, it was a Scottish win, 3-0 the final. Uh, two of the goals came late, so the, so the Cypriots kind of hung around, but um, the scoreline in the end um, is what Scotland were looking for. Yeah, well, good for Scotland there. Uh, we also have Spain and Norway. Uh, so again, uh, I mean, honestly, if, if Erland Harland was playing, and I know he wasn't, um, I, I might uh, increase Norway's odds. But yeah, I would never say that Spain is going to lose or even drop points at home uh, in a situation like this. So I'm going to say 2 nothing Spain. Once again, it was 3 nothing, uh, And in a similar pattern, uh, Spain took a first half lead um, kind of deep into the game 
when two quick goals in 84 and 85 made sure of the points. But 3-0 Spain over Norway. So Norway, um, yeah, not as competitive as they probably would have liked to be in that one. Right. Okay, well then we move on to the uh, second set of games there uh, a few days later. And we have Georgia in Norway. Now this to me is a really interesting game because I think uh, uh, Georgia is really uh, troublesome at home. And I think um, actually this this may dictate Norway's campaign. I'm going to call this... Um, uh, I'm going to go bold and, and say not only a tie, but a 2-1 win for Georgia. Uh, you were a little bold, but not too much. It was a draw. Um, 1-1 between Georgia and Norway. Um, so drop points for, for Norway in Georgia, like you said. Uh, not an easy place for teams to go and, and improve so again. That's right. And, uh, uh, you know, if, if, if Scotland do win uh, in Georgia and they've lost in their only two games that they've ever played in Georgia. But if Scotland win there, give, give them a big leg up mm -hmm. uh, in that group. But uh, meanwhile, we have the last game, Scotland versus Spain. So Spain are not as imperious on the road and uh, Scotland seem to be in good form. I could see Scotland getting a, a low scoring draw here and uh, you know, logically, I would edge towards Spain, but again, I'm going to be bold and say 1-1. In this case, you could have been bolder. Um, it was a historic and famous result for Scotland, a 2 nothing win uh, over Spain. Um, <laughs> really? That, combined with Norway's draw, puts them in uh, really good shape in this group. Yeah, maybe you can uh, uh, finish by taking us through the table, but I'm very excited by that result because I'm always... Uh, uh, more interested in a group being close than than yeah. a team running away with it. So that may drag Spain down into the uh, into the um, thick of it here. Well, uh, I give you credit for your picks. Some people might have objectively just assumed no easy wins for Norway and Spain, but you suspected that wouldn't be the case, and indeed it wasn't. Cool. Um, so after um, two games played, Scotland have six points. Spain three points and Norway just one. Um, so a five point gap Scotland have over Norway already. Um, Georgia have a single point from their one game played and Cyprus one game played and no points. All right, well, does that change your uh, outlook on the group at all? I was thinking Norway um, ahead of Scotland and, you know, I'd like to see a, a Erling Holland Odegaard combo in a tournament, but this is a really rough start, and honestly, I'm not, I'm not sure if Norway can recover. Um, it's it's not out of the question. Obviously, Norway and Scotland have to play themselves, but um, that that win against Spain gives Scotland a huge advantage, especially because I already thought it would be pretty close. Yeah, well, the trends that we pointed out here, like Scotland on an upward trend, uh, Georgia on an upward trend, and uh, Norway you know, having promise in the squad, but not really showing it, uh, that that seems to be continuing. Yeah. And it, I do think Georgia will be competitive, as we said. Um, you know, they have one, you know, them and Norway tied. I expect Norway would finish ahead of Georgia in the long run. But um, yeah, I think Georgia, you know, have shown they're capable of getting points and I think they'll do it again. All right. Do you have the next set of games in front of you? Um, the next game is crucial. Norway hosts Scotland. Oh, that's going to be a good one. What do you think? If Erlen Holland's playing in Norway at home, I'm going to say Norway 
do beat Scotland just to make the group extra interesting. What about okay. you? Uh, I think I'll call a 1-1 tie for that based on form. But uh, as you say, uh, they didn't have Harlan for, the, for these games. So um, maybe uh, they would have the edge. But I'm going to go bold with a 1-1 draw there. All right. Um, um, on top of that, Cyprus play Georgia uh, in the next round of games. Spain sit out. Okay. Well, that could be a tie if it's in Cyprus. Uh, yeah. Georgia will hope not. They can build on their early momentum. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would favor. Uh, I, I would say one-one favoring uh, Georgia there. All right. How about you? Um, I'm going to say Georgia get the job done and win two nothing. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our Group A. And uh, again, stay tuned for uh, information on our other podcast series. But great talking to you about this, Connor. Thanks so much. See you next time.